When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. (sighs) Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am always, always grateful to be able to record a new episode for you all. I am overwhelmed (laughs) with cave dramas right now. And it has been glorious. I'm going to be honest with you. So I, um, yeah, so I am finding time to record these in the midst of me kind of running around, um, like my head's cut off. I really am just kind of overwhelmed to say the least, but it's a great feeling to be overwhelmed with, um, good dramas, things that I'm enjoying watching that I'm you know, looking forward to every week. It's been a long time since I've had so many dramas on my plate that were all just so delectable. Um, Usually I have one and then, you know, I'm watching maybe two others that I'm kind of like, eh, meh, about. But currently it's like four or five that are like, these are all great. What do I do? So I'm I'm juggling a lot, but I am here to talk to you all about one of the dramas that I've been juggling. I mean, really just having a hard time getting uh, started with it um, as far as like locating it and then, you know, just keeping up with it. Um, but as you can see by the title, I am doing my midpoint review of My Roommate is a Gumio. So I didn't do a first impression of this drama because I struggled to even start this drama to begin watching it. It was on the kind of um, new drama platform, I believe it was a Chinese platform, and that I, um, it's it, I, I, something like that. I think it's, that's the actual name of the platform, but I have a hard time watching those dramas because I have not, um, pay for the subscription for that yet. I, I'm really not sure I want to. Um, and luckily enough, they, um, Vicky also required the rights to it. So they, it is currently airing on Vicky. So I was trying to watch it when it started airing, um, through some kind of, um, <laughs> different means <laughs> and it wasn't going too well to say the least and then after that I it, it was on Vicky um, and then I was able to kind of keep you know catch up with it and keep on track so we just finished um I think this week or maybe it was the end of last week episode eight I just finished watching it um like two days a day ago so yeah um oh no yesterday I just finished watching it yesterday so I just finished with episode eight of my roommate roommate is a gumio and I believe it is 16 episodes and so we are right at the halfway mark or midpoint um for this review so yeah um how my midpoint reviews usually go is that I will typically give you um, a quick synopsis of the drama. I try my best not to spoil much about the kind of 
detailed happenings in the drama. I try my best, but I always like to preference that just to be on the safe side, I will say there may be spoilers in this episode. Um, so just take this as your warning that though it's a midpoint review, though it, you know, I try my best not to spoil too much. With this drama, I think I may actually have to give a little um, kind of details about some major happenings. Um, so there will be spoilers in this midpoint review. But typically I don't do that. But after I kind of go through and give you a quick synopsis about the story, about the storyline, what this plot, what the plot is, I will give you a list of things that I am liking or loving about the drama or that I like or love about the drama and then things that I am disliking or just could absolutely do without or, you know, it's just like, mm, it could be better, that kind of thing. So I'll give them in list. I... Um, yeah, so that's basically what my midpoint reviews are. So after we do that, I will tell you my general ideas as in if I should even continue to watch this drama. I try my best to you know, finish any dramas that I start. However, I got to be realistic here. If I am not enjoying it, I will not finish it, point blank period. Also, I have a lot of other dramas on my plate. So now I really am being very selective with some of the dramas that I stick around. So I will give you that information after I give you my loves or dislikes and dislikes. So let me give you all a quick synopsis of the currently airing um, drama. My roommate is a Gumio. So this drama stars um Jung Ki-young and Hae-ri as our two lead characters. Ki-young is playing um a character named Shin Woo-yo and Hae-ri is playing Lee Dam. So um Woo-yo is a um Agumio, he is a nine-tailed fox. He has been living for 999 years. He is almost at his 1,000th birthday. And before he hits that birthday, he needs to become a human if he wants to become a human. This is his time. This is his kind of time limit. Once he does that, he will not have the opportunity to become a human. So he's been collecting energy in his little kind of um, Gumio bead that is typical in the kind of um, tales of a Gumio. And he has been collecting human energy by, of course, you giving it to putting it into someone. <laughs> it sounds weird. Putting it into someone. And then, um, you know, you take that energy back from them. The, um, the only issue with that, however, is that um, a human can only hold that gumio bead um, for up to a year. If they have it for any longer than that, it will completely drain um, their their human life, human energy source, and they will die. So that is the kind of caveat with holding a gumio's bead. So yes, he is a um, gumio, and he's beautiful. That is. Literally, his characteristic is that he's beautiful and he's um, he's very uh, his career. It looks like he's in like um, 
publishing. He's also, you know, professor. So he's he's a historian and who uses his knowledge um, in multiple ways. But he is basically a historian, given that he's lived through centuries. Um, and then we have the character Edom, who is a university student, and um, how she and the um, Gumuyo Wuyo come into contact is that you know just one casual night her and her friends are getting drunk because her friend is sad over a girl and she's kind of responsible for getting him back home and he's drunk she's kind of you know they're all over the place and he ends up um vomiting on the car of um of Wuyo. after doing such um it's like what do we do? What do we, you know, she's like horrified and he's like, it's okay. And in the process of them kind of breaking out the details, she's, she slips, she's falling and he catches her and the process of him catching her, their kind of um, physical impact takes, um, hits his, (laughs) his bead out of him and into her, um, accidentally. He did not want to put his bead in her. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It sounds way worse than I wanted to, but you, you gotta watch the show to get it. Um, but she, she has the bead inside of her and he immediately kinds of explains the situation to her and they move in to, into, he has to, take her underneath his wing so that he can protect the bead um, because he doesn't know how to get it out of her is what he tells her. And so this convinces um, Lidam to move into his home. Yes, university student moves into the home of a nine-tailed fox who is centuries old. And they start to to live together so hence the name my roommate is a gumio literally her roommate is a gumio and that's the the synopsis that's what this general kind of story is about so now that i've given you a synopsis of what the story is about i am ready to give you my list um my list of likes um and dislikes i am going to preference this list by saying this is there. I'm going to preference the list by saying my dislikes do outnumber my likes. So if you don't want to hear my dislikes, um, I am going to save those for last. So you could just listen to my likes and then in, in the episode after that. Um, but if you would like to stick around to hear the whole, you know, my, my explanations of my dislikes and things like that, then please stick around. But I will say that the like list is not as long as, um, a lot of my other midpoint review lists. Um, so yeah. (laughs) Okay. So again, I will say spoiler alert, the way that I have to kind of talk about the likes and dislikes, I may have to reveal some major plot um, happenings. So um, this is again, another spoiler alert. So things that I like, the very first thing I have on my list, and again, I actually write a list. So this is me actually going through my list here. Um, The first thing that I definitely like about this drama would be the beautiful people. (laughs) I mean, literally. It's hard to look away from the screen because everyone looks so good. I mean, that's stereotypical of most K-dramas, but I mean, wow, beautiful. I almost wanted to put that on my dislikes list. I'm going to be honest. 
because um, the actor, um, Ki Young, is a little too beautiful for the screen. I, at this point, I don't know what it is about this him and this this drama in particular. I'm really struggling to to watch him because it's so distracting. His good looks are distracting. Like I barely like it's like those um not memes but the scenarios when you people say that you know you're someone's so beautiful you don't even hear like what they're saying kind of thing that is the case with Ki Young so I would honestly say it's a little bit of a, a dislike for me that he's that beautiful um and the director I do know has worked with him in the past um so I think the director knows how to shoot him as well. So it's like, okay, he has all these good angles, that's for sure. And it's distracting. I don't even know what he's saying half the time because I, I, it's just like, I, hey, beautiful person on screen. <laughs> so that is one of the things I definitely like, but also dislike. Um, another thing that I really, really like is the overall premise of this story. I love a Gumio Ninetale Fox Um falling in love with a human storyline. I absolutely love that. And I, one of my, it's basically one of my favorite K-drama fantasy setups. I have watched multiple K-dramas that have dealt with similar themes and I love it. I think it's a great setup for um, a romance story, um, a fantasy romance story. And I think they have that set up. They absolutely had that set up. So one, that's definitely by far the best thing about this drama. Um, Another thing that I really, really love um, is the actress um, Park Kyung-hae, um, who's playing Choi Soo-kyung. And Cho, um, Choi Soo-kyung is the one of the best friends of Lee Dam, and she is amazing, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I laugh out loud at a lot of her scenes. Like she's actually funny. Um, and she's a side character. She's just a best friend character and she's freaking hilarious. Like you don't get much of her kind of story or like if she has a story, you don't really get much of that. Um, obviously you see her off, you know, you see her without Lidam around, but you know, she doesn't have a real story. But boy, is her character interesting. I mean, as far as like, she's brilliant, right? She's like the top of her, you know, her her major. She's also a history major. She's the top of her major. But then at the same time, she's like a little delusional. She thinks she looks like Kim Tae. Ta- <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, and so, you know, they make fun of her about that, but she's like very confident. She does not care. She's like, I know I'm gorgeous. I'm the most beautiful girl in this school, you know, and I love that about her. She is hilarious. Um, The actress actually has, I've seen her in a lot of other things before, and she always kind of gives off a similar feel where she's like just super comedic. She's a great comedic actress, Um, but she also has this very like lovable kind of doofy goofy kind of set up too where it's like you can't be mad at her you know and it's it's adorable so I absolutely love her in this drama and I think she's an asset to this drama um honestly and um I just want to shout her out because if you aren't familiar with her please go look up some of her other dramas she does not have many lead roles which is a shame um but I would Oh, I would love to see her in a lead role. I'm just thinking about it. But her as a, as just like a supporting cast, in supporting cast or supporting character, she to me almost always um, 
overshines anyone she's in scenes with. So definitely love her. She's a funny, 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 great aspect to this drama. Um, another thing that I love about this drama um, is that it's, it's set at the university. I'm loving these university seti- settings um, in these dramas currently because I think there are quite a few that are airing and set at a drama that I'm watching. Seriously, I think at least three right now. And that's a lot. Um, and I think there's more coming up. So it's like, yeah, a lot of dramas are set in the university for some reason. But I love that setting. I love seeing that age group where you're not quite a full, full adult as in, you know, you may be completely living on your own and you don't have, you know, you still have responsibilities to your family, da, da, da. But then you're also not nowhere near a teenager at the same time. Like you're moving on, you're growing up, you're getting to getting into some new things. So I love that, that kind of age group and how the, the kind of stories that you can, you can draw from that being at that age. So I really, really enjoy this drama being set at the university. I think that was wise um, in the situations where you kind of have the setup with the history major, with this nine tell Fox who is centuries old. You know, I think that was a great uh, setup. I also um, like her interactions. I like Lee Dom's interactions with her best friends on campus, um, like the group projects and stuff and going to class and, you know, things like that. I really, really, really love that. And I found it really funny because on social media, people are talking about like, I wish my, at my university, I had group assignments that required me to go out on dates <laughs> with a cute guy. I was like, uh, yeah, same. Um, would have really loved that. But that is one of, I'm sorry, that is one of the actual kind of little plot, you know, little plot devices is that they have an assignment where they have to go on dates. (laughs) Love it. Um, So yeah, that is something that I really, um, really enjoyed about the drama. Another thing that I love uh, would be another character. And and not even character. It's going to be another shout out to the actor. So I am absolutely loving Bae In-hyuk um, as Gi Sun-woo. I think that's the name. Yeah, I absolutely love him in this role. I I am not that familiar with him as an actor. In-hyuk, In-hyuk I am almost completely new to him. I know there is a drama that I have on my to-watch list and I've had it on my to-watch list for like years now. Um, and he was in it. It's a short form drama. I still have yet to watch it, which is ridiculous. But after seeing him in this role and now also seeing him at a distance, at a distance, um, spring of screen that I'm currently watching as well. I am absolutely enamored with him I really 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 like him as an actor and I um, am motivated now to go back to that drama and watch it and give it another chance (laughs) because of him I absolutely love him um, in this drama and it's not because his character is fabulous or wonderful or great but I feel like out of a lot of the characters and the way the characters have been written he's actually the only one, um, well, one of the only ones that's actually um, fighting against the way his character has been written. And it's, and he's showing, um, I, I think he's doing something more for the character that was there originally. And I am quite impressed by that. And I think that's a skill that an actor has, you know, I don't think everyone has that skill to kind of overpower a uh, 
a poorly written character. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Okay, so as you can imagine, my likes list does not, I mean, that's the end of my likes list. I'm going to be honest with you. That's it. Those are the only things I got for you because I got a lot more things I dislike. Um, it was actually a struggle gonna be honest to give and make a list of things that I liked um and I feel so 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 bad I really do because this is my first time in doing a midpoint review where I feel like I have a lot of dislikes in comparison to my likes it's just not something I'm used to with a drama that I've started and that I've kind of invested time and energy into finding and then watching I never really you know would have guessed that I would get to this point with this drama and be like, yeah, no, I don't like a lot of things in this drama. So if you are still here, this is the the place, the point where I go into my dislikes um, of the drama. So number one on my list, um, things that I dislike don't hate me okay this is the other thing like let me preference my list with do not come for me okay I know I know I know people are going to disagree with me I know I know it sounds like I'm bashing the drama and it's absolutely not the case I am just having giving my actual um response to what I'm watching that's all I'm giving right now I I know other people are watching this drama and enjoying this drama and as they should. I have watched tons of dramas that are absolutely trash <laughs> and I ate it up and no matter what the bad review said, I still thought this is the best thing since sliced bread. So that is how I feel anyone should feel about this drama if they're loving it. If it's the best thing since sliced bread to you, it is the best thing since sliced bread to you. However, I got a few things <laughs> that I personally do not think are the best things since sliced bread in this drama. Um, yeah, so bear with me if you're still listening and you're like, oh, I'm interested to see what the dislikes are, you know, have an, just listen, hear me out. Just hear me out. So the very first thing on my list is the main couple, the characterizations and their dynamic. It's off. It's completely off. It's not working. I don't care what anyone tells me it's not working. I don't know if it's going to start working in the second half of this drama, but the first half of this drama, it's not working. It's completely off. Um, and mind you, I'm not talking at all about the actors in this case. Absolutely love the actors, have watched them in things individually and love them in those other products that I've, I mean, actually some of my favorite dramas. So absolutely love them. Um, so it's not about the actors here. This is literally on writing, um, maybe on directing as well. Can't be too sure about that, but I want to definitely say it's on the writing here. And that could be the webtoon because this is based off a of webtoon. So if I'm, if I'm being harsh, it could be on the webtoon writer. Okay. So bear with me. So Yidam, Yidam is to me, um, <laughs> like a pixie dream girl character. Um, and I didn't say manic on purpose because I don't like to use that. Um, but a pixie dream girl, um, without the pixiness or the dreaminess, <laughs> I'm so sorry. They just completely set her up to be the person that will that breaks down the walls of this mythical creature who's lived for 999 years and um, mind you thus has met thousands of people in his lifetime 
and yet you expect me to believe she's the one he falls in love with? I'm sorry. It's just not, it's not convincing. I'm sorry. And again, nothing about Haley. She's beautiful and adorable and doing her best with this character absolutely is, but I've definitely seen her in better things. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, it's just, I'm not, I'm not convinced at all. I just wish they set her character up better because, yeah, think about this. For example, she's a history major. He's been living for centuries and the few times they show him connecting with her through this connection um, of her being a history major and him being a living history book. Um, the few times they, they show those kind of interactions, it's so lazy. It's almost pointless when you see them. You're like, oh, I see what they're trying to do here, but it's not working. Like, I'm sorry, that's my reaction at least. Um, it's And it's because they never presented her up front as a real history fanatic or like a history um, buff in a way. And her reason for even becoming interested in history is uninspiring. I'm going to be honest. I mean, if you have her reason for getting into history, which is lackluster, and then you position that next to this great source of historical knowledge and you don't utilize that you know, you, you don't, you, that doesn't work. It, it feels like a missed opportunity. You could have set that up better, um, where she is an actual history buff or a history nerd in school. Like that's what she's always talking about. That's what she's always doing. That's her realm. That's her focus. Um, almost like how they set up the character. Um, I can't remember her name now and true beauty where she loved like horror. Like that was her setup, man. Like she was into that from day one. That's kind of what she talked to talked about with others, you know, but her character lead on, they don't set her up initially as this fanatic, um, of history. They just set her up as like, a average university student you know like who her major could have been anything it could have been english for all we know you know it could have been you know korean it didn't matter um the way they set her up it just didn't provide that support with her being a history major and what they should have done is set her up as that history kind of fanatic or nerd (laughs) that's i'm using that word um, sweetly and nicely. It's not a negative term in my books. Um, and had her completely enamored with him, um, for that reason alone, when they first meet and when they first start living together, when she finds out like this is who he is and what he, how long he's been living, like that's kind of what makes her, um, fall in love. And so when you have this character that you set up, because they did set this up as being inexperienced in love and never wanting to date and always questioning if someone could actually love her once they got to know her. It would make more sense if you saw her, you know, interacting with this person who got to see her comfortable and unabashed and passionate about something that he could also help her learn more about. It would have it would have been easier to understand their connection and then they're falling in love and, and they don't do that. I'm sorry. The drama does not do that for me at all. I'm going to be honest. 
And it's it's not just her character too. It's also the Gumio. He is centuries old and has lived through so much. He's an actual mythical creature and he's boring. I'm sorry. He's absolutely one of the most boring centuries old um mythical creature character I've seen in a K-drama. He really really is. I'm going to be serious. Like think about it. You have Goblin, um you have um the tale of the nine-tailed fox. Like you, there are so many other versions of this type of character where they, outside of being this mythical creature, they're interesting. They have a lot going for them. They're fun to watch. You know, he's not fun to watch to me at all. He's actually, he's, I feel like his character is like sleepwalking through the, through the scenes. Like, it's like, I'm, I don't notice him even when he's the one talking. I mean, not saying anything again about, you know, Ki Young, because again, he's beautiful and I am distracted by his face, but that's not because his character, I mean, that's not because his, you know, anything on his point. I think it's his character. He didn't have anything to work with. His character is, is kind of stagnant. He kind of is like, hi, you have my bead. I I I'm in love with her. She makes me she's become my family and I've never had that in 999 years. Like it's I'm it's not believable. It's it's not believable. I'm sorry. I mean it's not it's not believable. But you know, that's just one thing that I dislike about this show. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> I feel so bad. So the next thing on my list has to be the plot holes what what is this story about i'm gonna be honest like can someone please explain it to me i i don't know what's happening i'm i'm lost i'm eight episodes in and i'm lost um where's the victims of that evil creature thing that murdered women and then basically positioned Argumio as the culprit um as a perpetrator what what happened to that whole plot like that whole scenario and where's the investigation like he was uh, did he ever get investigated for that I mean nothing nothing I saw nothing I don't know where it went it just like poof it's gone I don't know if they're going to come back around to it in the second half of the drama but it didn't make sense to not follow up with it immediately after when we saw it in the drama. So I, I'm, I don't know what's happening in the drama. There's things that seem to be important and seem like things I need to follow. And then they go away. And I'm like, okay, I guess that wasn't important. Okay, let me refocus. Um, what are we focusing on now? And then something new comes up. And they have some of the best cameos. I mean, Come on. They had so many in it. Oh my goodness. She's uh, uh, amazing. I mean, she did come in for her two episode little cameo and, and try to show out. I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Don't do that. So man, don't do that. (laughs) You're making me want you to be here longer than you're supposed to be. And I don't want that to be the case. Cameos should just be like fun, nice, but like her cameo was like, can you please stay? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So yeah, I don't know what's happening in the story. I really don't. It may be the fact that I'm barely paying attention when 
Kiyong is on screen. That may have something to do with it. So you know what? I may be at fault here, um, but I really am not seeing where the story's going when we're halfway in. So there's that. Like, I don't know what what we're fighting for anymore. I don't know what our purpose is. Is it to get them to be together? Is it the bead now that it's out of her? Like, is it is it figuring out how he's going to live and become a human without her energy, but someone else's? Can he give the bead back to her and get the rest of her energy? It went blue at one point. You know, is that what the signal that he has enough and he can just be a human now? You know, I'm so confused. And I may be confusing you even in what I'm saying. And, and just because I'm generally confused, I'm genuinely really, really confused. Um, so yeah, that's the second thing that I really am having a hard time liking about this drama. Um, and number three, this is it. I only have three things. These are only three dislikes. Um, so number three, and you may have something to say to me about this, but I, I'm sorry, but am I the only one that sees more chemistry between the characters Sun Wu and Li Dom? Um, because there's something there. Like from the very beginning, there was something there that I felt like the drama should have used. The characters had more chemistry. Their connection was more entertaining. Their kind of direction it's fun. It's, it's more interesting to, to watch. It just is. And I feel like the drama is doing its best and trying its darndest to avoid a love triangle. And that's fine. I'm not the biggest fan of a love triangle in every drama by any means, but this drama actually would have benefited from it. I'm going to be honest. I've never probably thought I would say that a drama would benefit from a love triangle, but this drama would have benefited from the love triangle because it would have put more, um, and this is something I, and I'm thinking about True Beauty now because this is one of my complaints about True Beauty, where you do have a, two male characters positioned against this kind of lead female character, and they're not necessarily in a love triangle um, yet, <laughs> or, you know, but you position them um, in relation to each to her, and you by default you make you make the the audience put them in comparison to each other and I feel like when you do that you gotta be prepared to make sure that both characters are interesting and can be viable candidates for her and be you know so it's at the point where it's so hard for the audience to decide like who should she be with kind of thing and like oh my gosh I love when she has scenes with this with this character but I also love when she has scenes with this character like that to me is fun when you don't know watching like who you want the character to end up with I enjoy that I enjoy that struggle and I feel like that struggle added to this drama would have been useful because right now I don't have much draw to any of her Lee Dom's scenes with Wo Yu. I'm I'm not I when they're in the scene like their scenes are to me are like I guess, you know, they're cute. I don't know if they're cute because I don't I'm not invested in enough in their relationship or their love story to feel that they're cute. Instead I feel like, you know, with but when she is interacting with um Sun Wu I'm able to see like, okay, 
I'm, I'm interested to see how is she going to respond when he does this? I'm interested to see how he's going to respond when she does this. Like I, I, I'm always hanging on to see kind of what's going to happen next with those two when they're interacting. And I feel like that's what you need in a good kind of, you know, main couple. You need to see that, you know, there's more, like there's, you don't know everything that's going to happen by looking at their interactions. Like with, with, you know, with Argumio and Lidam, we get it. We, we know how they interact with each other. We know how they view each other. It's stale. It's already boring. We're eight episodes in. I was like, I get it. I understand. There's nothing else going on there besides, you know, what they've already, I mean, they've already given us everything. And I feel like they haven't already given us everything with Sunwoo and Lidam. And that has me interested. That keeps me around. However, they're not the main couple. She literally rejected him in the last episode to his face so they're not happening at all so I am yeah not happy with that because it's like at least make our main uh, you know our lead male character someone worthy of us um enjoying with her I don't know if he's there I don't know if that character is there I'm just gonna be honest um and I (laughs) this is gonna say something else I actually have watched a few kind of like behind the scenes situations of this drama and tell me why <laughs> there's more chemistry between Harry and Kiyong than their characters. I'm sorry. I mean, I know she's been in a relationship for a very, very long time, so I'm not saying anything about that, but I will say that their chemistry off screen is like, that's what I would have expected or what I wanted in the drama between their characters and it's not there so yeah that's my third thing that I dislike about this drama so we are now at the point where I let you all know if this is a drama that I will be continuing to watch and this is my first time of doing a midpoint review on this podcast where I am revealing to you all that I will not be continuing with this drama. Um, as you can imagine by this midpoint review and the way that I have talked about this drama, I am not pleased with this drama. I am not happy uh, with this drama at this point. Even I mean, though we have eight, you know, we have eight more episodes to go, but I really don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. So I think this is going to be one that I let go at this midpoint. And I, I got to let it go. I have a lot of other things that I'm watching right now that I'm genuinely enjoying and that I look forward to watching um, every week. And this one was not, just wasn't that on my list. So I will go ahead and let this one go. But I'm not going to say that I wouldn't recommend other people to watch it or anything like that. Not at all. Um, but I will say, yes, there will be no final review of this drama for me because I will not be finishing it. Um, and I feel sad about it. I'm going to be honest. I Like I said, I don't genuinely, I generally don't like starting a drama that I or making it this far in a drama that I know I don't want to finish. Like I literally would stop at episode two, you know, but I think I was being a little bit more lenient with this one because I was, I I feel like I, 
the the beginnings of it of me trying to watch it was such a struggle and I felt like I was placing that on the drama and so I was like I want to be fair and like once it got on Vicky for me to watch I was like okay now I'm watching it like how I watch all my other dramas so I don't have that kind of like connotation to it of like oh here's the drama that I gotta search to find to watch you know I took that away from it and was able just to watch it as is and and I mean it, it was a struggle each time it was a struggle each time watching these dramas, watching these episodes. So I am going to have to let this drama go. I um, I hope those who are enjoying it continue to enjoy it. I, ho- I even hope that it gets even better. Um, I also am a little sad that I'm not continuing to watch this drama because of the um, actor Bae In-hyuk. I really want to continue watching him in this drama, but I'm like, what are they going to do with him now that she's completely rejected him? Um I don't know, but I think I'm going to I'm going to lean in more to the drama that he's currently in um, at a distance, spring a screen to kind of get my feel for him. Then also go back and watch his short form drama that he uh, was in uh, years ago. So I'm going to also do that. And I think that may may be my way of kind of, you know, being okay with letting the drama go. Because I was feeling a little bad because I was like, I want to support him. I want to watch him in it, you know. But yeah, I don't know. And I don't know why I keep saying like years ago, the drama that he was in. It's not years ago. It was just like 2020, I think. But like at the beginning of 2020, right? I don't know. But either way, I will be letting it go. Um, You all can come yell at me though. Um, I... You can find me on Instagram at Lola Pops Off About K Dramas. I also have a new blog or website, and it houses all of my um, episodes that I'm posting here. But you can also leave comments and chat with me over there. And that website is lolapopsoffaboutkdramas.com. Um, I am working on other kind of social media platforms to get myself um, active in other spaces. So I'll update you all on that when it comes to that. Um, but I think this is where I'm going to leave you all. I do, again, have more episodes coming up this week. Uh, so it might be a little, you know, back to... no. It's not gonna be back to back. I'm gonna have one more, I think, this week, um, and then I am looking forward to doing a first impressions of a drama for next week. Um, so yeah, we have some things coming up. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to more episodes. So that is all for this episode. I want to thank you all so much for listening, and whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. (laughs) It's been really real this episode. Lola's off.